parent. It's a bunch of fucking bullshit, man. These fucking tweezers are too small for my fucking alpha fucking hands, dude. Um, all right, Dan, is it your turn? I didn't. Did you get shocked? Yeah. Oh. Some of these things aren't even the real yeah. game pieces. I think there's a Skittle in this one. I'm going to w- go for I the had- rib cage. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. God damn it. Here you go, Cron. It's Fuck. fucking tough, man. All right, I'm going to pick up the... I need to drink more beers. What's that butterfly thing? But- butterfly in your stomach? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's well, what it is. I mean, the sticker's so old, we can't really... I don't know. At this point, it's just holes in the thing. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. All right, well, don't... Stop talking. You're going to throw me off. I, I, I apologized. <laughs> Shit. That's a fake. That's a fake sneeze. Sneezed no, on purpose. Right. Sneezed on purpose, That's dude. A fake sneeze. I got allergies. All right, give me that thing, Cron. Is that a lint ball from your belly button, Cron? Mm-hmm. That's mine. You put it in for the brain? I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the uh, first thing he did with these tweezers. That was funny. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, thank God, finally, I get this thing out, so... It's pretty big, dude. Oh yeah, he's got a giant belly button hole, like not wide, just like deep. Mm -hmm. Like it goes down and turns. It's like a dog ear. How do Mm -hmm. you know? Me? Yeah, because he originally asked me to do it, and I was like, "Um, "Let me try." But my obviously, I got these big fucking fingers. What do you think I'm bitching about today? Let me try this thing. You're going. I'm going for the funny. I'm going for the funny bone. Right. I I can. Scratch my rib cage. Fuck. Go, Dan. Jesus. This game's hard. 12 beers in. (laughs) Watch this. One handed. Motherfuck. Here you go, Cron. Thanks, buddy. I'm gonna go for that uh, Skittle top left. How's this thing even working? Can you find it in the garbage? That's a good point. Do these have batteries? Oh, I plugged it in. The it's got a fucking cable. It was like duct taped to it. Yeah, it was. I see, wait, yeah, I wouldn't touch that. By the that way, that seems wrong. <laughs> There's a 120 volts being pumped into this thing right yeah. now. Yeah. All right, Dan, lick, lick your finger and touch the side of this thing. What are your hair sticking up? Mm-hmm. Did you go, Cron? Ow! Okay. <laughs> don't go for the top. Don't go for the okay. skittle. No matter how hungry I you think, get. I think I'm... How, there's a fucking smashed penny in here. <laughs> You're welcome. Dane Jesus can't get Christ. rid of those damn things. <laughs> I can't get rid of them. I just did. Go, Dan. I'm getting impatient. Be... Like, I want to keep going. So go. I want to I want to go again. <laughs> Cron, just spill your beer on this thing. No, you gotta go. He said. He said. All right, going for the femur. Son of a bitch! Has there been any customers today? No, I didn't even unlock the door. I didn't turn any of the lights on. Yeah, I think we talked about that a few weeks ago, right? Like they'll build up. Like, if we see him line up, then we know. But I'm a little worried about flipping on the lights with this thing plugged in anyway. That's true. That's true. 
That's true. Remember um, when we caused that blackout? That's awesome. Wait. I'm, were we playing Operation when we caused the blackout? Yeah, it was the... Like, I'm kind of... I'm kind of remembering, like, were we, like, super fucked up and playing Operation? It's and- the same one. I bet that we threw it away. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was fucked up that night. <laughs> well, I don't, want, I don't want to unplug it now. I don't want to touch it. Just leave it on. It's like a... Yeah. Well, it generator. is glowing. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I just... I don't trust that tape. And then now that Kron, all the Kron's belly button lint is everywhere, that's just going to... That yeah, um, I tell you what, this reminds me. Sizzling. You know, sometimes it's people like their own uh, own brew. You know what I mean? It's like your own fart. You're like, "Mm." it's like I don't think it's that bad to be. (laughs) Kind of got a patchouli thing going on with it. It's it's disgusting. You're you're very classy, guys. Let's put this dangerous toy away. All right, and. I'll tell you what, this is making me think of something that I've been wanting to watch this week on Five Day Rentals Live Wire. Welcome. This is Five Day Rentals, the video store podcast. Each week, one of us takes a turn at picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre specific category. I am Head Honcho Bones, and welcome as we kick off The Bond Is Not Enough. That's right. We're talking Bond actors, the big six. Don't fucking come at me with that like Jimmy Bond, American made-for-TV movie bullshit or the Woody Allen bullshit. We're talking the six that you know. Whoa, Woody Allen played Bond. <laughs> what? Let's let's not what? go. There. Um <laughs> The two guys not waiting their turn. Bond. <laughs> Cron Howard, Laundry Dan. Guys, how are you? Howdy. Uh, I think you called yourself head honcho or something. So uh yeah, Chief Chief Supreme Cron signing on to the podcast. Hey, Master Blaster. Laundry Dan with you here on KKPA Radio. That's fine. When you do the intro, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. It's the, the power. Feels, the the power week. feels good. I'm just happy to know Woody Allen's on the board for this thing. <laughs> no, fuck. I need to go. No, you guys aren't listening. That's the I problem. Redoing. You're not paying attention. Looks like we're doing Manhattan. Guys, I started with, I'm going to say my Bond, okay? Pierce Brosnan. I'm a kid. I'm a kid of that era. My favorite Bond movie, Goldeneye. Pierce Brosnan. A movie that I think we picked, what, eight weeks ago? It feels like forever ago that we unveiled this category. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just realized now we're just starting this category. (laughs) Gosh, it's always nice when we first feel one. like we've been stuck in them for three months. Mm-hmm. Hey, thankfully, thankfully, this movie is 85 minutes, so we should not be here very long, which means we will be. Fucking four hour yeah. show. You guys even familiar with this fucking thing? 
I honestly don't think I'd ever heard of this. <laughs> or I want, knew that it existed, so. I wanted to say that my dad might have drugged this home from the video store. And maybe I was at a sleepover or something. Just seems like the cover, he would bring that home. Like. Multiple times? <laughs> I don't think multiple times. At least once. Go to your friend's house. It's another live wire weekend, Dan. I mean, there wasn't... Sit your ass down. Yeah, there was nudity. There was nudity. I'll take that back. Uh, hey, let's Diablo just get, spoiler. Let's just get this out there. Uh, I bought this DVD for $4. <laughs> Watch the unrated, the unrated cut. Yeah, I'm dying to know. What, what's I, that one? 92 minutes? <laughs> uh, it's... What was this, 85? Mm-hmm. Is eighty nine. Uh, it is all in one particular scene, and we'll, and we'll get there. So, don't feel like you're missing missing out because you didn't watch the the unrated version. Is <laughs> Brosnan hang Stop brain the, pod. the unrated cut? Uh, Brosnan gets a little bit more active in the breasticle region of his wife. Let's just say that, and there's a lot more thrusting. I think this might have been one of those like one too many thrusts sort of things. But uh, I feel like they're in the tub a little longer. And then they so are definitely on the... Uh, it's pretty good. Nice. It all looks familiar to me. Stuff I've done. Mind you, I'm too big for the average tub. Every dude only does like five pumps, dude. That's just that's what it is. Were you just about to say you got a giant fancy tub in your house? <laughs> Fuck me? It. Brewster's millions. You're not going to jump on the fact that Dan just admitted to being a five pump chump. Yeah, five pump chump is fine you know, as long as you're not a one pump chump. I'm just happy to get it in there. Okay, that's that's all I care about. You're I don't have to pump. You're Rudy. I just I'm, put me in, Coach. One play. I, I'm a fucking Mormon. I just want to sit it in there. Soak it. <laughs> Let me tell you, Danny O'Neill is not soaking, buddy. He is full force. <laughs> He's sexy as hell, isn't he? Brosnan is a is a, just a good looking dude. I'm jealous. I I think after watching this and the Lawnmower Man, it almost bums me out in a way that he became Bond. <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of my thoughts as well. I'm sure it like helped his career but you can't go back to doing these after bond and it was a fun time i feel like he was he was having on a roll he's still he's still doing lower budget weird shit he's out there dude i did the matador which i guess that got him some award season buzz but i would say he's had the third best post bond career i think craig will have the best Post Bond. And then after him would be Connery. Brazen, maybe if he pulls out a few more like Matadors, like Dan was talking about. I'm trying to think. What is the end like before sunset? Or I never oh, watched it. That's after the sunset or something. After the the sunset. um Yeah, that like Woody Harrelson sort of like early two thousands kind of Weird adult like caper. 
didn't it come out at the same time as like the remake of uh phoenix uh, what was flight of the phoenix flight of the phoenix yeah which is actually a pretty good movie i watched that uh the original over- one or the they're remake? both really good actually i think the guy who had the best post bond career was woody allen <laughs> When you think about it, <laughs> he directed all those movies. Gotten a little, You're welcome, gotten a little dude. hot. You're water. welcome. <laughs> he's he's getting out all night. He's talking about having to save up his his funny before records, and I fuck up and just. <laughs> Why did you say Woody throw him Allen? a Woody Allen? Because mm-hmm. he was fucking in Casino Royale with David Niven and shit. Was he? Did he actually play Bond? Wait, wait. The old Casino Royale? The old or Casino the new Royale. Oh, okay. I was like, what, what the fuck did I miss that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the guy who fucking whacks his nutsack. <laughs> I think excuse me. I, Reynolds I, is going to have to cover me, that Excuse me. I one. hate to do this, but I, I just must. I can't do a Woody Allen. I'm not that fucking lame. We're here to talk live wire. Are we just filling the time because we know this movie blows it's by? It's going to be done in 30 minutes. Forgive the pun. Dan, I hope your pick is locked. Yeah, you brought this whole Woody Allen thing in now. I'm just debating. <laughs> so, all right. Just, just to inform, we're talking movies starring Bond actors. And we can't repeat. So I have my money on who Dan's going to pick. Let me hear it. No. I'll write it down at the break. Yeah, you should guess. I want to hear it. I I was being, I was like trying to start conversation by saying, Dan, I hope you're locked. Like, I think you're locked because I know he's fucking locked. <laughs> like circumstances have locked in. Let's just say that I've done a lot of digging. Is that a hint? Like like five times? You dig five times and then you're out? Dig. I still remain everything that I am. <laughs> He's ready to get into this fucking thing. <laughs> that was a mud vein joke. Yeah, I was trying to move past <laughs> the new metal. Wow. Don't worry, you don't have to. You don't have to jump on that one. You guys um, remember that uh, mushroom head band? Yeah, sun don't sun doesn't rise. How do you think and they're the, doing? The guys that dressed Playing up sun doesn't like, rise at fucking fifteen seater venues. Guys that pretty much dressed up as Nazis and nobody really said anything. I feel like they were just kind of trying to be Slipknot, right? They they kind of followed that draft and then. I think. I think they just kind of got signed in with, like, oh, mask was a cool thing, so let's sign yeah. these guys. I don't. Were they Roadrunner as well? I don't know. They Is might, it? It's bad enough that we pick movies on this podcast that nobody has seen. <laughs> it's bad enough that we have to beg people to come to our Discord. It's bad enough that we give away merch when anybody just says hi. But now to. 15 minutes into the show talk about fucking mushroom head <laughs> guys there's no more niche podcasts 
than five day rentals. There's there's probably a bunch of mushers listening right now, dude. Okay, <laughs> hit us up in our Discord. Mushers. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, their... I, did, I fucking worked with a paramedic that she was twenty years older than me and fucking loved Mushroom Head. I couldn't even fucking name a Mushroom Head song. Um, <laughs> they had like one hit. I just recited a Mudvayne song, but I cannot tell you what a Mushroom Head song is. It's going to be a thing where I I look them up and I'm going to go, yeah, I know that fucking song. And then oh, they have listening to have for weeks. Eighty million streams. <laughs> Kill Tomorrow was another nope. badass song. Nope, nope, that's not a song. Or nope, you don't remember it. Are we covering Nope tonight? Mother Machine <laughs> Gun. I'm a mushroom man going to kill tomorrow. <laughs> you know that jaunty tune, Dan? I think they were a two-singer situation, right? They had like a... Like a screamer like, and a singer, like, right? Yeah. I remember seeing music videos. I'm like... I want a singer yeah. in the streets and a screamer in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go all mushroom head on me, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throw on a little mushroom head radio, you start shrieking. Oh. Oh. I mean, every time you get naked, it's a mushroom head. You got your your winky out. Mm-hmm. Whoa, is that what that means? <laughs> what? Livewire, 1992. <laughs> we got a new line. Dan, before record, you were talking about we don't think this had a theatrical release. I'm pretty sure it was direct-to-video because... In the trailer that I watched for this bad boy, about two minutes in, a narrator kicks in and says, films like Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, aim big with audiences, Livewire is sure to deliver, and it it feels like a trailer that distributors would send to fucking video stores. Like, this is going to be a big fucking hit, carry 30 copies, like, put a cardboard cutout of it. I think it got a theatrical in Germany. I think it probably played in the Philippines. So the only thing I could find was Germany. I mean, that's pretty bad if you don't at least play in the Philippines. I mean, (laughs) even Monster Dog played in the Philippines. (laughs) Too political. Said the Philippines. Monster Dog. Giving away some scores, huh? A Christian, I want to say, Dugue film, D U G U A Y. Duguary. Sure. Pierce Brosnan, Ron Silver. We see live wire in this like machined piece of metal. Fucking metal, dude. Oh, hell yeah. It looks cool. I feel like. Now, even on a low-budget movie, they would just CG something together, but this probably didn't cost very much, and it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like stamped Mm -hmm. out of some plate metal. Looks awesome. We got some fuel rolling over this thing. Yeah, you know Christian Dunguary has this, like, behind his bed, bro. Hey, reach out, Mm -hmm. Christian Dunguary. (laughs) He's probably got it. Lady shrieking, blasting mushroom heads, staring at that live wire metal cutout. 
What if he I did, does listen to I this did that. and he's like, I fucking love Mushroom Head. Like, these guys get me. Yeah. He can replace one of us. Over the last decade, more than 3,600 lives worldwide have been lost as a direct act of terrorism. Nearly every country on the globe has its share of political kidnappings, hijackings, and firebombing, with one notable exception. The United States of America. Now, that's not true, hey, right? Hey, we, no. not. Due to a stable political system and the difficulty of smuggling easily detectable incendiary devices into the country, the United States has been relatively safe. Until now. Not so much anymore. When was the first World Trade Center bombing? 93? So Okay, so. The year this. Maybe that's. Uh, <laughs> was it 93? Bummer. 93. Bummer. But we had. Wasn't 92 uh, Timothy McVeigh? Uh, I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma City was like City? 95, 96. Hmm. We had plane hijackings, though. Like, they would reroute them to Cuba and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wasn't kidnapped? Cron, you'd leave the Cuban history up to Hulk Hogan, okay? (laughs) Hey, that's the other show. You guys see he's a Scientologist now? Dude, who, the Hulkster? Watching uh, the Monday night game in Tampa, I had just walked by and it said, there's some celebrities in the building tonight. He was one of them. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. He's definitely like, oh, a Tampa shit. celebrity. Looked the same, dude. So Hogan's still alive. He did is he, truly aging like a hot dog. Did he pop those guns at the camera? <laughs> no, nah, he was actually t- talking to another person. Hey, brother. <laughs> Bloated. I'm pretty good on film. All right, we're in D.C., the nation's capital. Of Grab me five or six more hot dogs, brother. Of, of where we're at here. The United States. Yeah, this country. Uh, bones all shot in Washington, D.C. area. And you feel it, man. <laughs> it doesn't feel like fucking Atlanta. It doesn't feel like L.A. Like, it, it, it's it, got to feel. We start inter- intercutting with some terrorist attacks. Footage of a downed Pan Am flight in Scotland. 270 killed. Beirut. U.S. Embassy, 241. Mediterranean Sea, ship with 400 hostages. It's a hot day. We see children cooling themselves in a cracked open fire hydrant. The shot blends into some water being poured into a glass at an uptight restaurant. Some senator sitting around. He's being hounded by his staff. Bones, I got a question. Uh, You were a firefighter at one point. I was. Does that... Does that get your blood boiling when you when you see these? I'm all for it. Okay. I'm all for it. I've been fucking hot and I've been a child. So. <laughs> it's two things that I, I've done in life. Yeah. And you know what that means? It also means that that fire hydrant has water and pressure. And that's pretty fucking important because I've opened a fire hydrant before and nothing's happened. But a bunch of moths comically flew out of it. It was a bunch Bats. of belly lo- belly button lint. It was fucking weird. <laughs> what the I've fuck? Been sh- hot dogs? What the fuck? Yeah. I've been shutting down fire hydrants all over the city. <laughs> this man's a menace. All right. Uh, fair warning, listener. There's a lot of fucking senators in this movie. 
So at sometimes I might just refer to them by the actor. Um, and they all are middle aged, upper middle aged white men that all sort of look the same and their names sound the same. But this particular center and his uh, uh, staff are talking about another. Um, he points to the waiter. Hey, hey, buddy, you forgot my glass. Waiter fills up his water glass. This waiter uh, rushes into the kitchen. He takes off his shirt and he leaves the building. Senator takes a drink and he starts having a hot flash. He stands up. He's freaking out. He notices that another guy sitting at the bar gets up and takes off. Gives a little nod to the senator, but also like hits a timer on his watch. Senator starts freaking out. Do men men get hot flashes? Uh, I think if you're an old senator... Yeah, I thought it was like from menopause. Same thing. I I think you can just have like, a, you can get fucking hot for a second. But I think what you're talking about is like a symptom of menopause specifically. Like, so it did What's, weird me out too. But I think he was just like, it's DC. It's the middle of summer. It's fucking hot. Like, that's how I took it. I think I'd just say like. I'm burning up. Heart attack. <laughs> yeah. If you really did want any, help, yeah. Did anybody else have to like really piss a lot through this movie with all the water being? A lot up? of pouring water. Yeah. A lot yeah. of drips. I did, but I just started going. <laughs> no way I was tearing myself away from live wire. No way. This thing books. All right. Senator's freaking out. His staff thinks he's having a seizure. Some good Samaritan, she runs over, says, get out of my way. I know CPR. We just see the shock on her face as we cut outside. We see our two shady men. They check their watch. Boom. Restaurant blows. Pedestrian on the street out in front. He's a little flame. Now, a pretty good explosion. Fuck yeah. At first, I wrote down, why poison this guy if you're just going to blow up the building? (laughs) Because that's the logical conclusion, right, from what we see? I don't know. I have the disadvantage of watching the trailer and under and like kind of knowing what it was, and it's so tied to the water. I don't believe that these fuckers would be drinking water. Like it should be like an eighteen-year scotch or something. It's middle of the it's, day, though. It's not a. <laughs> it's not a night meeting. This is like lunch. I think this. I. I'm kind of in the middle. I think this guy would probably have a drink, but. I think with it just being so hot, I, I believe it. <laughs> they they definitely go out of their way to force somebody to drink some water later in the movie, which is pretty great. Spoiler alert. It's the water that makes you explode, people. This is all big water, guys. It's big water. Mm-hmm. You've been drinking for two. years. <laughs> Brosnan. He's sweaty. He's looking at this explosive that's under the driver's seat of a convertible. Hot blonde in the driver's seat. Am I going to die today? Or it's just, no, she says, am I going to die? And he takes a second. Yes. I mean today. You've got one eccentric husband. She says, uh, yeah, have one affair and your fucking husband threatens to blow you up. Uh, he's pretty smooth here. Even lets her kind of like, what's your favorite color? Kind on his side. Fucking that sort of is his decision making for cutting the wire turns out to be the wrong wire has to scramble and use her fucking gum to like make the contact and correct it but he saves the day 
So is this how you can disarm any bomb with just chewing gum? Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you get you the wire to- back together so you mm-hmm. can cut the real one. Yeah. Is he the only this, this is bomb early guy 90s in the area? He's just the best, dude. Mm-hmm. He used to work for Metro, but not anymore. But he's he's just so good. A real bomb pro would have shown up chewing gum to the scene, though. That's all. Yeah. I mean. He would have had his own. Mm-hmm. Every day. Juicy fruit out there. Every day when you left the house, you'd be like, wallet, keys, my chewing gum. Yeah. He's already got so many, like, uh, he's already smoking and drinking so much throughout the movie. I think chewing gum would have been just one more fucking thing, quite honestly. But it is, I mean, it it is fucking cool. Like, your action hero chewing gum is fucking cool. There is one thing. That is a constant through this whole movie that he can not stop saying. Boom. No, stay the fuck away from my wife. Oh, well, you got a fucking reason to. (laughs) I was hoping you kept a count on this. Well, he has to keep knocking down the rumor that everyone knows throughout the film, Dan. (laughs) And I mean, everyone. This is 92. Mm-hmm. Facebook wasn't even around yet. Right. The, so it's quite shocking to him that fucking security ha- guards know about it. It must have happened at like a Christmas party or something. The waiters that blew up this restaurant know about the affair. I mean, <laughs> that's how that's how much this thing has permeated society. <laughs> so he disarms the bomb. He tells this lady, I have an idea. Quit cheating on your husband and put on some underwear. His name is Danny O'Neill. I wanted to said the last line. It's just me. I mean, <laughs> took that home by myself. I think <laughs> it's a polite way of saying, "Hey, I saw your your thing." You know, you, you tell people that you saw their thing. I think you need to, so you don't feel gross about it. You know, it's just now, a subtle. If it was a man, would this like, be a different story? Oh, for I sure. I would tell I, him as soon as I'm like, I'm not disarming this until you put on fucking underwear. That's not fair. That's discrimination. Well, I'm sorry. I would have said, don't cheat on your crazy husband. Nice vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's even cooler. And I would have walked away chewing gum, dude. Uh, I don't. Maybe it wasn't nice because he told her to wear underwear. <sighs> Excellent point, Dan. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it was the other thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know. What do you think? Like a, too many curtains or something? No, I'm a wiener. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ultimate curtain. In the uh, director's cut, did they show the? <laughs> did they show the vagina? Uh, in the director's cut, that's what he pulls the gum out of. <laughs> oh shit! I. <laughs> You're done with this, right? <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Danny's changing into a dry shirt, talking to the SWAT guy. And then he gets served by, with a fucking restraining order from some weasel. Danny freaks out, says, how the fuck did this guy get in this secure scene? SWAT buddy runs back over and says, sorry, Danny, there was an explosion in Delaware and they're sending a copter for you. Man, I love Mondays. It's not Danny Monday, arrives at the bro. Scene. It's your fucking job, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, 
why is his face all beat up at the beginning of this movie? Like, he starts with a black eye and that little, he's got the bandage thing. Yeah. He got into a fight with the senator. What senator? The guy they fight? Trying to Stay bang his wife. my fucking wife. Yeah, they fought. That dude didn't want anything to do with Danny. You can't fight a senator, I mean, dude. We'll get to it. <laughs> By the way, that I don't think you could do that, man. Like worst legal, hair, bro. worst hair. In oh, this movie. dude, I, I definitely worst hair. It, he's got a '90s Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, it's turd. Undercut or something. Yeah, I, I just said terrible and turd in the same sentence. Turd. Terrible turd. It looks like a poodle or something. It's, yeah, it's bad, dude. It's, it's oh very God. bad. It's very bad. It makes his face look like a thumb, like the shape of his head. All right. Good helicopter pilot here. Yeah. That, I had that note. Nice, nice, easy landing downtown. Guy's a pro. He starts walking into this uh, crime scene. He stops. He lifts up the, the white sheet and checks one of the bodies coming out. He says, what's the shrapnel? Ceramic? Bone, says the medic. Oh, shit. Inside some hot lady that Danny obviously knows that works for the insurance company. I think her name is Mariel. She's already there. She asked Danny if he really tried to throw Traveris off a balcony. He says, I couldn't get his fat ass over the balcony or over the rail. So that's, that's what I took it as why he was beat up that they had a confrontation and fought. I don't know. I think he could have kicked his ass. I don't. That's maybe. Maybe his wife fought back. Maybe this no. Is there part- was no physical violence against the wife, dude. Maybe the security came in and uh, we maybe, don't know what maybe was this going is on. Movie two, and we missed part one. No, I'm telling you what it is, and that's what it is. <laughs> maybe the first Head one. What would, Cron, what was the first one called? Uh, just dead, dead electric. <laughs> That's copyrighted by the Five Day Reynolds podcast. You cannot have that. Dead Electric? Yeah. It does sound like a post-punk sort of LCD sound system record. It sounds like a movie we would cover. She says, sorry about you and your wife. He's like, why the fuck does everybody know about this? And starts the the examination of the the DC rumor mill. I, I was kind of thinking that maybe his wife was like a whore. No, she's a fucking classy just, lady and she's going through a lot of trauma. She's just banging high profile senators. They're I mean, just friends, Kron. No, they're banging. It's just, it's you just a prequel to Jade. You don't try to throw a guy out of a balcony for talking. Would you throw a guy off a roof for giving your wife a foot massage? I have. <laughs> it was last week. And I burned his How you, how you feeling, license. Dan? That's your back. <laughs> That's all right. Also, if you reapplied for your masseuse license. Yeah, I fucking burned it. <laughs> Never lost it. A robot comes up and grabs Danny's ass. Mm-hmm. It's being controlled by his buddy, Shane. This is He's- obvious. 
obviously the comic relief of this movie. Oh, and it works. This robot fails way more screen (laughs) time than I thought it would. How is this robot worse than fucking J5 from Blank Man? Like, it is. Whoa, dude. Spoilers for Blank Man. All right. Yeah, now J- people people won't watch it now, Bones. <laughs> of all the robots. Bummer. That's- <laughs> Think of what what's a shittier robot than J5? This one kind of reminded me of uh, the Deadly Morphin. Friend. No, that's a great robot. It's a uh, Data or whatever its name was From on Power Mighty Rangers. Morphin. Yeah. Yeah, Al- Alpha. Was it Alpha? Data's from Star Trek. He's an android. He's not a robot. Same fucking thing. Jesus Christ. We do. We have. I guess we got to do a fucking android category Category? so you guys can learn the fucking difference. We've already done android movies. I'll I'll fucking make you watch Prometheus again. We did Class of 84. Fuck you. Try me, bro. Try me. Come at me, dog. You like that movie now. Steve-O likes it, too. Shout out to Steve-O. Love you. They can't find the device. What? What the fuck? These guys are pros, and they can't find an explosive device or any evidence of one? They said the the senator had a seizure, and then boom, boom. You mean he spontaneously combusted? No metal, no plastic. so disgusting. No chemical residue. People just don't explode, Danny yells. my favorite Mudvayne song, Dan. <laughs> I think that's a... Was that a Limp Bizkit song I just said? Uh, could you repeat the lyrics? I was trying to get through the plot. Spontaneous combustion leaves a taste that's so disgusting. Yes, it's definitely a Limp Bizkit. Okay. One thing that Danny takes away from the scene is the interesting way that the fingers look blown off or blown out. One of the senator's hands... Bones, quick question. Um, last time I'm going to interrupt. Um, interrupt. It's the show. Did you have a fantasy about Pierce Brosnan and Tommy Lee Jones from Blown Away getting together? Or was Tommy Lee Jones the enemy in Blown Away? He's the bad. Yeah, he's the bad one. He does that fucking shitty Irish accent. It's Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's that's right. the Jeff Bridges. The good guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have a um, a vision board of. Jeff Bridges and, and Pierce Brosnan uh, getting together. Now, Pierce, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan is my uh, imaginary friend that I made up as a child. Not the actor, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. It's Brosnan. He's good 007. Some old hag is encouraging her daughter to cheat. Turns out this is Terry, Danny's wife, and his mother-in-law. Danny shows up. This mother-in-law fucks up at every every possible way you could in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but the payoff is pretty sweet. So, <laughs> so, so strap in, mother-in-law haters. He comes in. He's bitching about the restraining order. This is still my fucking house. Fucking Frank Traveras. We just work together, says Terry. She makes mention of an accident that they're both dealing it with a different or in different ways, and we cut to a very brutal flashback of Danny's daughter drowning in their pool. 
shit, I thought he was going to drop in on a skateboard with that empty pool. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fucking shred, bro. Christ, air. 900 points. <laughs> Call Tony. I want to be a lord of Dogtown. <laughs> we Put got some a- bad brains and let's do it. We cut to a compound. Oh, the flashback is real. It looks like a soap opera. It's real. It's, it's brutal, though. Like, they don't. It's not like. I think that's a real kid. It, I was like, is that a real kid? You think they killed a real kid? <laughs> she did a good job. Yeah. It does have that, like, floaty, sort of dreamy soap opera thing for sure. But then once he gets her out, it's very, like, he sells it. The the please help scream and. Like, holy shit, you're like 10 minutes into this movie. Fuck. Holy shit, you're irresponsible. Yeah, we got a fucking explosion. We've got a mystery bomb. We've got senators getting their ass kicked. We got adultery. We got vaginas chewing gum. <laughs> At this compound, we see our goon from before. This is Mikhail. He arrives at this beautifully blue lit warehouse. It looks so serene in there. Very Michael Mann. He's walking around. He's talking about temperatures and shit. Uh, Michael Mann might disagree, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) He walks by a guy in a tux. He asks if he likes his new job. Remember this guy. Then this dude in a lab coat comes up and starts begging for money. He follows Mikhail up into the freight elevator. Mikhail says, all right, I will pay you now. Let me write you a check. You got a pen. You know what's coming. Bam. Bam. Stabs this fucking guy right in the base of the neck. Turns out that this formula that they have is finally undetectable. We see another goddamn senator. You this gotta is, get uh, the, You got to get the money up front, right? I mean, if you're yes. making untraceable bomb liquid for people, mm-hmm. that's a cash in hand situation. You want me to give you a thing uh, that makes water explode? Yeah, give me money and uh, so I have a way out of here. Yeah, I mean, I'm no super scientist, but I could figure that one out. You could be. This guy deserves. You're pretty smart, You're pretty smart Ron. You could. I think you should go back to school for a third time <laughs> and be a scientist. I think you should go to MIT. Yeah. Um, this guy deserves this lead pencil in the back of his neck because he should have just said, I'm still working on it, took his working formula and sold it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know Johnson and Johnson was yeah, begging Pfizer, this guy. <laughs> Pfizer would have been all over this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, they want it so they can then sell you a fucking vaccine. <laughs> yeah. People are exploding all over town. When you get our vaccine, you don't just protect yourselves. You protect or you protect fucking waiters and staff from also being blown up. And listen, if you listen to this episode, you cannot link Livewire with the vaccine to exploding people. I don't want to see that. I wonder if we'll get the COVID misinformation thing. Yes. That's some things get. Yeah. That means we're official. COVID was never real. It was planned. Shut the fuck up. No, that's the the spot right there to see if they'll put it on there. Okay. Yeah. I don't believe that. That's not our view, but we'll see if they're listening. It's not a view, Dan. It's a fucking. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even an opinion. It's 
fact. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's real and it's still very much among us and it will be forever. Guys, I am fucking terrified to get the shingles. Every time I hear like a shingles vaccine commercial and they're like, everybody above 50 who's had chicken pox is qualified. I'm like, give me that shit now. Like, I don't want to wait till I'm 50. I think you got to wait. Right. I don't so want the, no shingles. So the <laughs> shingles can build up in your body. <laughs> then they'll vax you right before it happens. <laughs> You're fine, dude. You just get some spots. You're all right. Shit. They hurt very badly. Yeah. All right. Like we said, another goddamn senator. He's talking to his staff. This senator is played by um, Philip Baker Hall. I believe from PTA. Boogie Nights. Yeah, PTA regular. Mm-hmm. The library detective from Seinfeld. Oh, I forgot to mention the other guy who uh, is like working with Brosnan. It, he plays Ernie in Lodge Forty Nine. <laughs> yeah, you know that. That is like the number one thing that you've recommended to me that I've regretted not ever getting around to watch. I is it good. still on Hulu? I think it's on Hulu. Like, we don't have Hulu anymore, so I was looking at it on Amazon because they've, they've never released a physical version of it. I was like, right. I'm just going to buy it digitally at this point. Like, I feel like that's a show where every two years I'm kind of like, I should rewatch that. Hell yeah. I mean, I recommended Patriot. Did you guys ever watch it? My neighbor did. <laughs> he was like, he was basically saying like, based on what I know about you and what you like, that you would really dig it. I was like, shit. And I like when people preface, like, or in their pitches to you, like when they can kind of personalize it that way. You know, like, based on the intake that you've given me, I think you would like blah, blah, blah. Well, it's based off of what I know about you. I think you might really enjoy this 2022 release called The Batman. It's- now that I've Check seen. Check it out. Now that I've seen. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Different movie Look dudes. at me. <laughs> Different movie dudes. Why did we fall, Master Wayne? Still a different movie. Some people just want to watch the wild burn, Mr. We're going to stay here all night until you fucking... I'm stealing a plane. <laughs> You want to see how I got these scars? Yeah, that was from the Batman. Good job. <laughs> All right. So uh, he's telling his staffers he wants he wants like an emotional. <laughs> hey, speaking of Nolan, check out my episode uh, with Manish on it. Pod to be you. Good review so far. I shared with him. Hey, I'm getting good feedback. And he he, uh, he shared the same. So if you're uh I think we both came around to deciding that Inception is our favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Wrong. I know Kranz is probably Memento or some shit. Memento, yes. Clearly the best movie he's ever made. Take away his budget. Give him a million dollars, see what he can do at this point. Can you guess mine? A, a point of discussion. Your prestige. I'm a Dunkirk, dude. Nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> What have you, you've watched it like six or seven times now, right? That's the mm. only way to really get it. Four? 
Maybe. Hmm. I had to check my letterbox. Land, sea, air, dude. Come on. It's not that hard. You're going to love it. You're going to fucking love Oppenheimer, Dan. I'm... That's my that's my takeaway. I don't understand why it's an IMAX. Why why does it need to be an IMAX? He set off a, he set off a real atomic bomb, dude. No, he did not. You got to get that big film to capture that. Are we gonna go watch it? Are we gonna cover it? No. Why not? No, 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 no. no. Uh, we won't be able to hear half of it. So yeah, we won't know. <laughs> you won't know anything that happened except for the visuals. We just a we have we have too much on our plate. By the time that this episode comes out, Thunder and Paradise will already be out, and people are going to be just barking at us to get those things out. Okay? I did get a comment today of like, I can't believe you guys are doing Thunder and Paradise. I'm so excited. All right. Your friend Terry. <laughs> it's my way back in, brother. <laughs> All right. He wants a speech, uh, something, s- some kind words, some emotional words to say about this senator that blew up. He gets a phone call. It's Mikhail. Mikhail brings up being cut out of some deal, a loss of $10 million. Senator goes, no, Victor cut you out. Mikhail says, yeah, Victor cut me out. Look what happened to him. Victor cut you out, uh, cut you out and you got your retribution, says the senator. Yes, but you can't buy Italian villas with retribution. Mikhail threatens to go public or kill him. Back off, says the senator. You're a dead man. Again, Dan- with this technology, you could sell it to anybody. Ten million is nothing. You could sell it for thirty or forty. Anyway, where are you? He's an emotional fucking dude. All right, he's a real live wire. It's the principle fuse. It's the principle of the matter, Dan. He blows up easily. Yes, but he's think. Good. As I say, so you guys think this is where Mountain Dew came up with live wire? What can we do? Sure. Where you feel like you drink it and you're going to explode. I think the ACDC song probably had more of an influence on the Mountain Dew crowd. No, we don't want to. We don't want to get into that. <laughs> Danny's looking over some evidence with Shane using their robot to do some science stuff. I think they call her Madonna. They're both stumped. No trace of anything. The boss shows up. He starts telling Danny to uh, stop defusing Bruce. bombs for Metro. Bruce Springsteen comes in? Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me he's in this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, it's me, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I'm shit. In this movie. It's, uh, it's about the... I'm finally meeting collar. my fucking hero, Kron. You see this shit? Who is this guy? I can't believe this meeting is finally happening. Oh, my he's God. Making me, he's creeping me out. Uh, this here. is Vincent Gatto's brother. He who? he loves you and defends his brother who was accused of... He didn't do shit. Puppet mispractices? I don't know. Puppets? My brother buried a puppet, and then he was accused of murder. It's fucking bullshit. I, 
I just write songs about the common man. But he's a big E Street fan, so. So he's not a fan of me? Don't let all that puppet stuff throw you. He likes the he likes the other guy. I'm the main guy. No, he likes the whole thing. He he loves it. I'm I'm a guy that is back in the blue collar com comedy tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, Jeff Foxworthy, <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. Listen, I, I think I, I think I you left yourself out of the me. bit. I think we doubled down. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much to handle. Cron, right, thank uh, you for letting me meet my hero. There's no a problem. 10th Avenue freeze out over here. I got to go. I got a puppet to bury. Glad f- Whoa, you got your own puppet to bury? <laughs> yeah, I, I got one now, too. Shit, oh, shit. the family. Hey, man. Uh, glad to meet you. I'm Laundry Dan. That's Vincent Gatto's brother. Vincent Gatto. Yeah, oh, my brother's look, dead, you fucking dude, asshole. Dude, you look exactly like him. Twins. What's this I hear? You got a puppet, too? Yeah, Pinocchio's Revenge, too. Again. Pinocchio's the, Revenge, Puppet is that the 2. Title? Pinocchio's are back, dude. We're well, cashing did, in. Did you watch that uh, Del Toro one? Yeah. How, Guy Richie Del Toro brought it back. I can't wait. <laughs> Who is this podcast for? <laughs> Who's the target market? (laughs) All right. Danny's uh, manager shows up and says, you got to stop defusing bombs for Metro, man. You're a fed now. You moved up. It's a promotion. Danny barks back. He says, hey, I do it to stay sharp. His boss starts to explain his concern. He starts listing some stuff off. You got Mandy, the wife. Danny's like, I'm I'm fine. I'm not losing it. Next day, Danny shows up to a briefing. On the way in, he's got to put this fucking uh, security guard in his place. Because when he asks for directions and hops in the elevator, one security guard says to another, like, that's the guy that caught fucking... Travers fucking his wife. And they do a cool thing here where the elevator closes. We wait a beat. The elevator opens back up and Brosnan rushes out, fucking gets his finger in his face. They were only kissing, he says. Danny and James. James is the boss. So uh, he, they, caught, he caught his lady kissing a senator. Mm-hmm. But he's hellbound and determined to still stay with this lady. I think they're dealing with their trauma in different ways. Um, I think he still very much loves his wife. And maybe he's got one of those personalities where uh, she pulls away and that makes her even more desirable. Or he's got such an alpha personality. He can't like fathom why she would go to him instead of me. And I think it's still a pretty masculine assessment of a situation like that i'm out bro i'm out later peace no you gotta beat the other guy first and then leave no dude you cron is 100 percent wife that way you beat everybody shut up (laughs) that was a joke somebody's gonna (laughs) fucking 
It was a joke. We can, I know, but we can never have this fucking transcribed. <laughs> you should never hit women. Never. Ever. It's very bad. It's a bad thing to do. We haven't had to do that in a while. It's wrong. You just walk away, guys. Just beat just up the away. guy and try to throw him off a balcony. Mm-hmm. But you can't because you're fucking embarrassed it's- for his dumbass hair. <laughs> I'd, I'd throw him off for his hair over my wife, I think. So his, like, why'd you do that? Because I kissed him. I'm like, no, because his hair is terrible. But you kiss this fucking guy with his hair. <laughs> we got some deep seated problems. I mean, later. now if a girl left me for a guy with that hair, I'm not fighting for her. That's <laughs> you dodge that bullet. I'm done. So his wife take, works take my for, records and go for the senator. So she's there at the building. Uh, they bump into each other. He invites her for lunch, but she kind of blows him off cute little moment here where he goes back and sits down next to his boss and his boss kind of gives him a, like a, a there there tap on the shoulder and then Danny kind of acknowledges it with like a cool little you know counter tap on his knee that was mm-hmm. kind of sweet he's got Slide, a good boss slides his hand up his thigh mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking did you watch the unrated version mm-hmm. oh that, there's a crazy make out between those two in the unrated version All right, so it turns out that the senator that they're there they're there to do the briefing for is fucking Traveris. Ron Silver. We finally see this fucking shady guy. Uh, he doesn't want to accept that there is no evidence. He's just as confounded as they are. Danny's trying to explain, but uh, he's having trouble keeping his cool. Traveris says, look, Danny, I know you and I have had our personal problems. They're not personal. Everybody fucking knows about it. It's a very public problem. He's not lying. No. <laughs> this is business, O'Neill. Better learn to separate them from your other problems in your life. You touch my wife again, and I'll separate you from the rest of your life. Badass line. Shane is just openly laughing at this shit. <laughs> this, <laughs> this little argument in the senator's office. And... James finally stands up for his crew, says, uh, you know, we'll get you something. We see Philip Baker Hall. He's getting into a limo. Now, before he gets in. Is Shane the Lodge 49 guy? Yeah. Because I I think there's a part where he's like, I'm not even married, so it's no problem for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So the senator is about to get into his limo. But before that happens, we see the guy in the tux from the compound earlier. He's a limo driver. He sneaks in the back of this limo, puts in a new water bottle, puts some super glue on a refrigerator door. Bones, did all these uh, lined up limos and valets and tuxes remind you of your childhood? We just had the one, Kyle. (laughs) Well, we only had one out at a time. All the other ones would be in the the garage, (laughs) which was a stable, but... The carriage house? <laughs> yes. But my mother, she she felt it unclean to keep house, uh, horses so close to the house. So mm-hmm. we moved those off site. All right. He super glues his fridge. They start driving away. Uh, it turns out the AC is busted in the limo. Or is it? Because this fucking driver is just cranking up the heat. 
uh, Senator's like, why the fuck is it so hot back here? I farted, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he plays it off. He's like, open these fucking windows. One of the staffers is like, Senator, you want some water? I don't want any fucking water. So staffer pours himself scotch. a glass. Takes a sip. Driver starts the timer. Staffer starts freaking out in pain. His eyes are all blood red. Looks fucking great. Driver pulls over, stops. He breaks the lock. Oh, he put the super glue on the refrigerator, and that kept them from opening what might have been, like, I guess a cold bottle of water or something else. So forcing them to drink the water in the glass that he had put there. So he sure. pulls over. He... uh the senator's like busting the glass, like trying to climb out. He's holding him. He pushes him up uh, back in. He runs just out of the way of this explosion. Boom. Takes out one of the escorting uh, bice- or bicycle, motorcycle cops. Just as like another car drives down the road and hits the fucking limo driver and knocks him out. So he's caught. And obviously he's fucking involved in this thing. He is caught and arrested. Mikhail is with Alred, who is the uh, fake waiter from the beginning of the movie. He's bitching uh, at Alred about his goon getting caught, orders him to just kill him. We're at the driver's arraignment. Traveris is getting hounded by the press. Everybody kind of makes their way into the courtroom. Danny heads in as well. Are they conveniently in a bomb-proof courtroom? (laughs) Because there's those huge, like, dividers. I think think they're bulletproof panes that it's probably just extra security given the the nature of the arraignment. Like, since this guy just assassinated a senator. Yeah, but didn't they melt? Don't give it away, man. It's like one of the fucking coolest shots on the movie. It's just a Diablo. Okay, so. Yeah, Diablo spoilers for something we'll talk about three minutes from now. Hold on. This is uh, where I wrote my notes that Traveris has like the haircut of a 90s kid. Um, He wants an update from Danny. He's like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want any terrorists thinking we're friends. Inside the courtroom, the judge comes out. Guess what? She drinks some fucking water. (laughs) Amateur. The driver looks into the audience, sees that Alred's there, who gets up and leaves. Driver starts freaking out. Get me the fuck out of here. Get me out of here. Danny orders the senator out. He uh, starts trying to get everybody else out, and the judge fucking explodes. It looks awesome. Like Kron was talking about, there's a separation, like a wall of bulletproof glass, keeping the judge, bailiff, and the defendant sort of separated from everybody else. The pressure and heat from the explosion force the glass to sort of melt and bubble out. It looks great. DC's a tough town from what I hear. It's pretty fucking tough. It's pretty hot. It's no Gotham, but. (laughs) (laughs) She was the device. Danny starts explaining. He's he's outside talking to Shane. Do you think it could be the water? Shane starts driving his fucking robot around the courtroom. It's an 85 minute movie and the robot is in 20 minutes of it. Yeah, it's awesome. 
Uh, so Danny finds the, the for no reason the container. Yeah, there's absolutely no reason for the robot. This it's not needed. This all. movie is trying its fucking hardest to just meet like every fucking quadrant. Like we got a robot for the kids. We got sex and uh, like personal loss for the women. We got action and explosions. Get what you can, man. Just fucking pump it full. Maybe that's so why they, Dan's dad kept bringing it home every weekend. <laughs> it's a family film. Damn it. He finds the uh, the pitcher that the judge drank from. Just pour some into the fucking robot. Shit ain't water. We cut to uh, Danny getting drunk in his awesome industrial loft. Did you guys see the uh, Lauren Holly cameo? As the the news reporter? Oh, the chick from Dumb and Dumber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing TV reporter Susie Bryant. It's like, that's a fucking great TV reporter name. It's no April O'Neil, but still pretty good. <laughs> Terry comes by to check on Danny. They have some back and forth. He tears up. They have a little smooch. I need you. I ache for you. She rejects him. What, you only wide. fuck senators now? I tried she it the other night. <laughs> it tastes some ibuprofen. <laughs> she slaps him. She leaves. We see Traveris losing at fucking racquetball. This guy sucks. <laughs> Gets all pissed off. Goes and takes a shower. Inside the bathroom, he's met by Mikhail, who wants Is his this? $10 million. Did you have another racquetball movie? Somebody had another racquetball Jade. movie. Yeah, Jade. <laughs> right. I knew it. I was like, who the, where the fuck did, was racquetball? I was like, damn, I know we covered something with racquetball. So, yeah, you're right, Dan. This might be a fucking Shh. prequel to Jade. <laughs> Called? Mikhail starts threatening Travers. He says, or Traveris. Fucking autocorrect. Yeah, right. He's threatening him. He, uh, he wants to go public. Or he says, no, you better not go public because I know about the $50 million that you made off this arms deal. It's kind of got Traveris by the balls here. Santa Reyes, it's a goddamn arm deal. I mean, you guys know Traveris is bad like as soon as you meet him, right? Traveris is our main hill. Yeah. Uh, he's the no. he's a sidekick. No, we'll get to that. Traver. No, you know he's bad, but he's like a separate. He's like a parallel Entity. villain. Yeah. Uh, we're at the bureau. The robots just fucking roaming the halls and shit. <laughs> Danny shows up, pours a cup of coffee, gets a briefing from his boss James. James points out an interesting fact that both of the dead senators. Headed up a Middle East anti-arms deal. Danny suggests, well, is this somebody trying to scare them into a veto? James says, well, it turns out there's one other senator that sponsored that bill. It's that wife-kissing, racquetball-losing senator. Son of a bitch. Fucking motherfucker. We take a pee break. All 
right, welcome back. When we left, we just found out that uh, Traveris, he's fucking dirty. Travers. <laughs> you piece of shit. Not only is he out here kissing wives and losing a racquetball and making terrible style decisions, but uh, he might have made $50 million on an arms deal and cut some... Uh, Shiesty fellas out of the deal. So, wonder where he our, stored that money. Hmm. Somewhere dry, probably. <laughs> hmm, let's figure it out. All right. So, Danny pulls up to Traveris's house, pulls a little sneaky move so he can get inside. He leaves his car out front, in front of the gate. He hops a fence, hits his car alarm. This diverts the security out of the way so he can sneak inside up to the door. This is the goddamn security that you want at your fucking house because it's a car alarm and these motherfuckers are going like it's they just got a grenade thrown at them oh, or something. Yeah, they are fucking hot on it. <laughs> Danny hacks a little keypad, gets in and starts snooping around. That part is weird because he does something to the keypad itself, but then he still has to type in like 30 buttons. <laughs> He's just like mashing away at that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a weird little he he opens it up, puts something in on the side, and then keys away. But they don't they don't show too much of it. They just sort of imply, yeah, he's a genius. He should have just used some gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean Duh. I mean he's not like lawnmower man smart, but <laughs> You should have took the shots. It wasn't there, dude. It wasn't there yet. We didn't have that technology. <laughs> what was this before? This was after or before Lawnmower Man, right? Ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. This was before. Okay. Did he do anything in ninety three? I'm not gonna ask. Kron's probably gonna look that up. <laughs> oh, we gotta cover if there's something <laughs> between Lawnmower Man and this, we should cover it at some point. Yeah. The in-betweens, man. There you go. I think he might have done a movie called The In-Betweeners, actually, not too long ago. That sounds familiar. Or something, yeah. Maybe on, it might be on Stars or, or Prime. Anyway, Danny's inside Traveris's fucking mansion. He looks outside. He notices that his fucking wife is out walking the grounds with Traveris. Walks right up to him. Nice security idiot. They throw his ass out. He gets booted. Yeah. Right. Uh, so real quick, he did a okay, lawnmower man you. and then live wire. So they were back to back. But after that, he did a movie that's called Death Train that is looking all right. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. That's- Sorry. So to confirm, Lawnmower Man was first, Mm -hmm. then Livewire. Okay. Oh, (laughs) is that Patrick Stewart in the background? It might be. Oh, is that Meatloaf? Yeah, it's Patrick Stewart. Simmy that shit. (laughs) Fuck. Stay tuned for Death Train. I think I might have to change my pick tonight. No. It's Pierce Brosnan, Bones, not. Brosner. <laughs> All right. 
We see uh, Danny getting shwasted at a hotel bar. He's there with Mariel, that insurance lady. She's hooked him up with some information on Traveris. It's not much remember, in the. Remember when you could smoke in bars? Fuck yeah. You can still smoke in a few bars here. There's one particular like chain of them that you you can smoke in any of them out here. You just got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Hope you don't get caught. Did you guys see the menu? Yeah, I watched. I saw it in theaters. I enjoyed it. That was okay. I think because I went in not it was. One of, you know, like sometimes you sit down and you're like, fuck it, I'm just watching that. Like versus what I have to do. I do like 45 minutes of browsing while Sam is like Instagramming before I actually fucking decide on something. And this was, we came back from dinner. It was like 930. I was like, fuck it. Let's just put this on. And I was sucked in. It's pretty good. It wasn't live wire good, but <laughs> it's pretty fun. But I bring that up because I think she sneaks away to the bathroom at one point to try to smoke. Oh, yeah. She pops open the little window. and mm-hmm. I really liked that part because he just fucking barges right in. Yeah, spoilers for fucking. That's not really a spoiler. I didn't That's say who it is. It's a good movie. Check it out. It's okay. Right. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. It's good. I read something that it was blacklisted, and I was like, why? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Is it? Because it kind of like goes hard against reviewers. <laughs> critics, yeah, the critics were like, "No, no." <laughs> I did think the tortilla thing was pretty fucking good, though. It's good. It's a good movie. Check it out. <laughs> it's okay. HBO Max streaming yeah. now. All right. So inside of this detail or this intel, like he's he's not seeing anything that would explain the finances to be able to afford basically a mansion. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was like shitty and he bought it for cash and he's renovating it. He's like, yeah, there's all this fucking frou-frou. Marble columns, hardwood floors. like Marvel comics, you know. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man number one. <laughs> you think he's stupid enough to flaunt his money? Well, he is from Miami. Turns out Mariel would have done the deed with fucking Danny here, but she got tired of waiting for him. She's got a date lined up. She takes off. Danny wakes up. He's outside. What? Leave this chick, bro. Oh, dude, I I don't disagree. But And then when you see some action later, you're like, well, hell, no wonder he's like whipped. It's not worth it. He wakes up outside. Of his own house, in his car, gets a call from the lab. Shane's running a test. He wants him to uh, to come by. But before he does, he sees uh, Terry get in Traveris's limo and, and take off. So we're at the lab. We're in like a cool explosion test room. They put a few drops into this tube, head outside. 30 seconds later, boom. It's a weird hybrid combo of liquid explosives that that have been through a process I have never seen before. It's like a combo of nitro, napalm, hydrogen. It's uh, complicated. Yeah, just name every (laughs) existing Mm -hmm. explosive. This is is the way of telling the viewer 
don't don't worry about it. It just is. This thing just exists. It splits atoms. It's a hydrogen bomb. Mm-hmm. It's a dirty bomb. It's napalm. It's Nolan uses it for a uh, Oppenheimer. It is what it is. They figure out that once this shit hits acid, like stomach acid or orange juice, which they use for their test, this thing will explode. Well, how do we diffuse this? Rolades? Shane's like, actually, yeah. Like, an alkaline could neutralize this. Tums. They finance this whole thing, dude. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Put Tums in the water supply right now. Hey, hey, that's the plot of Batman Begins. They put that neuro, they put that neurotoxin in the uh, in the water supply, and then once it's vaporized with a, a concentrated microwave, it's that's it's what also everybody in the narrow is crazy. Isn't it also basically the plot of Batman '89 <laughs> when the Joker tries to put all those chemicals no, in the those water? Those are toxic chemicals in a uh, uh, blimp. Well, yeah, he puts them in the blimp, but he he puts them in the cosmetic products and shit. Love oh, that shit. Joker. He's been using Brand X. Oh, they? hell, the new king in town. Mm. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Young and old, gather round. Yeah. How come Soundtracker hasn't done that fucking soundtrack? Black and white. Red and green. Hmm. Bones, are you on the new season of Soundtracker? What? Are you on the new season of Soundtracker? I don't know what you're talking about. Black and white. Red and green. Because I seen one film on there and I was like, hmm. Nope. Nope. Or what's he doing now? Way they get a load of me. Yep. Nope. Not yep. of planet Earth. No. The Joker. <laughs> when he hits the newspaper. I'm still on Batman 89. You fucked up by bringing it up. Saying the first fucking verse of Party Man. I'm giving away free money. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. All right. Traveris is opening a kid center in D.C., Aw. Aw. Man, we got clowns. We got balloons. This fucking circus. This fucking scene. We got kids dancing on a stage. We got a kid in a wheelchair that's really prominent. They make them go through the metal detector. Yeah. This is a dedicated side. Dude, I had a, I witnessed a very awkward interaction when I flew for Thanksgiving they pushed uh, an elderly gentleman, like he obviously couldn't go through the stand-up like scanner, so they had to push him around. They made me move. I went through. I was waiting on my stuff to come through the machine on the conveyor, and they were like, "Sir, we need you to move." And I was like, "Yeah, but I got to get my fucking laptop." Like that was like the thing I was worried about the most. Like I want to get my fucking laptop off of there. They pushed me out of the way, and then older Indian Middle Eastern gentleman in this wheelchair that they're pushing up and they're like, all right, we still have to check you though. And he's like, what? And they're like, I I need to like basically feel you up. And he was just like, no, no. 
and the security dude puts on fucking gloves and I'm like, are they going to fucking cavity search this old dude like right here? And they lean the guy forward and he's like, no, please stop, 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 stop. And they're running his hand, their hands up his back and shit. And then we hear like, stop, stop, like four or five people back waiting for the scanner. This woman like tries to run up. I guess he had like some condition or something. And the guy was just like straight up pushing on like his pain or his cancer or fucking whatever. Shit. It was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but she was like, please, please, please stop, 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 stop. And tried to pull out some paperwork. But. And then that old guy was like, uh, oh, just let me grab my computer and go. <laughs> <laughs> that one, it's mine. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to listen to the newest episode of Five Day Rentals. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's the one that uh, is still playing Mushroom Head. <laughs> All right. Senator's waving, taking photos. We got cotton candy. We got a lemonade cart. Who do we see working this fucking lemonade cart? It's Alred, dressed as a fucking clown. What a great sidekick, dude. Oh, yeah. As Traveris takes the stage, Danny and the robot show up. They start warning the authorities about a bomb threat. They get everybody freaked the fuck out. They're trying to freak out. There's a guy on stage like, please stay calm, everybody. No reason to to freak out. The kid in the wheelchair, he gets knocked over. Danny knocks a glass of water out of Terry's hand like, don't drink that shit. But Shane comes over and he says, nope, this water is just water, dude. So outside the little barrier... Al Red and McHale, they're arguing. Now Red's like, fuck, I'm ending this shit now. Runs back through the barricade, grabs that lemonade cart. Remember the acid? <laughs> Tries to push this fucking lemonade cart into the middle of the fountain or into the fountain in the middle of the new kids center. Oh, that's what it was. The whole time I was like, well, if there's no acid in the water, how's he going to set it off? Mm hmm. It's already in the water. The lemonade is what he needs. You got it, dude. Oh, you shit. You got it. This movie's oh, shit. smart as hell, dude. This is a full-on dude fighting a clown. Mm-hmm. Dude. Danny tackles this guy. They both land into the fountain, start fighting. Shit's hardcore. Danny gets the upper hand, starts holding Alred under the water. Guess what? It ain't fucking water because Alred gets a fucking mouthful of this shit, comes up, Eyes are all red. He starts seizing. Holy shit. Shane is smart enough to grab that poor kid's wheelchair, <laughs> runs over to Danny, helps him load Alred into the wheelchair. Shane's like, you got 10 fucking seconds. Danny starts, longer than Pierce that, Brosnan <laughs> starts pushing a clown who is seizing. And I guess he got a particularly heavy dose because his chest and stomach start to expand and blow up he's screaming kind of almost laughing feeling bloated <laughs> feeling bloated brother. Yeah, brother danny just barely gets this guy out of the way of the crowd right into a trailer boom mm-hmm. i mean come on <laughs> an exploding clown come, in this movie come on <laughs> back at the lair mikhail is this- laying into some dude if this wasn't five-day rentals, I don't know what is. 
this is this is over the fucking plate, dude. Cron, you asked earlier, who's this show for? It's for me, so I could fucking watch Livewire. <laughs> I yeah, own I own a digital Ultra HD version of it and a fucking DVD. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a DVD. And I'm going to cherish it. Is it the one that you own now? <laughs> the one it's like one physical. of 12. Yeah. I might... I might give it away though. I have, I have stowed away a few DVDs and some merch. Maybe, maybe somebody. So you have free. you have Livewire, probably two or three copies of Pinocchio's Revenge. <laughs> That's right. You did give me a physical copy of Pinocchio's Revenge, which is sitting right over there. And Stevo sent me ten fucking copies of Batman Forever. Those for sure, I'm starting to to pass out. Yeah, so that covers all 12 pieces of physical mm-hmm. media that you own. I sent them a witch. That's a Blu-ray, though. Oh. That's a different, it's a different type, dude. So how many Blu-rays do you have? Six. <laughs> I got There Will Be Blood, Pulp Fiction, American Psycho, The Witch, maybe a copy of Drive. Debbie does Maybe Dallas. Maybe a copy of Rock and Rolla. No, that's uh, VHS. That's 4K. <laughs> it's an Arrow re-release. All right, so we blew up the clown. We're back at the lair. Mikhail, he's laying into some dude. This turns out to be one of Traveris's aides. He was the guy up on stage trying to keep calm and shit. This dude has got some balls when dealing with fucking Mikhail. Dude. Not my fault. Like, you didn't pay me f- for anything other than just, like, giving you access to Traveris. I didn't come here to die. I'm not here to fucking fight with you. Mikhail's like, all right. lets him go. At Danny's house, his actual house, not his kick-ass loft fuck pad that he should be staying in. Mm. He's cooling off in the tub with, guess who? His fucking wife. <sighs> See, Dan, this is when you leave her. (laughs) When she's come crawling back, dude. She tells Danny, hey, I was there at the kids' center to tell Traveris to back off. We're in Bone Town, dudes. We start with soapy, sudsy titty grabs, and then we move on to that bed. A little tub thumping. (laughs) Oh, Oh, uh, yeah. the The unrated cut has about it is a like a four or five minute scene in the unrated cut. It was I was like this verges on eleven thirty Cinemax territory. Nice. Traveris's house. He comes home with a few guards. Heads upstairs. Gets a call from guess who? Fucking Mikhail. Look, I've already alerted my security, and I have a man in the house. Your sexual preferences don't interest me. Boom. Got him. Fucking roasted his ass. Roasted him. Now, homophobia isn't funny. It doesn't age well, but I still appreciate some good wordplay, which this is. Don't say that after I made my joke. Hey. (laughs) Makes me sound like a scumbag now. (laughs) Scumbag, dude. (laughs) Gotcha. 
Roasted. Fucking roasted me, dude. Traveris caves. He says, all right, you'll get your fucking money. Just as Danny sneaks in, holds a gun to Traveris's head, takes the phone. Mikhail knows that it's Danny on the other end. He says he, uh, he's got a threat coming. Danny tries to call his house, but his fucking mother-in-law won't put Terry on the phone. Doorbell rings. She hangs up. It's no. Ben. No, she hits right. hold, which That's just right. runs the phone bill up, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> Even worse. Another fuck Even worse, Kron. Yep. That's how you ghosted people on a landline back in the day. Just anytime they call, hold. <laughs> All right. Uh, doorbell rings. It's Ben, who is the aide that Mikhail was just laying into. He's there to pick up Terry. She refuses. Ben starts to use some force. Let go of my daughter, yells the mother-in-law. And then she gets knocked the fuck out. And you sort of don't care. In a way, you're like, this is this feels almost as good as the tub fucking. Yeah, it should have happened it's kind 40, of satisfying. 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Outside Traveris's house, the guards are dead. Multiple goons start opening up automatic fire on our two. They have to run back inside. And it's on, dudes. Danny starts rooting around through the kitchen. He starts grabbing an assortment of household items. He's got foil, fertilizer. Mm-hmm. That's where I keep my fertilizer in the kitchen. <laughs> Traveris, he kind of admits to the embezzlement. What were you going to say? I think we skipped over um, just a fucking fun detail for the second time in a row here. Jade once again had some vases destroyed, and there is a vase destroyed in this mansion as well. Are you talking about the one that is shot up on that center table? It kills as well. Yeah, I, I'll I'll get to the kill. Okay. Yeah, that I wasn't gonna, that over. I wasn't going to skip over. That hasn't happened yet, Daniel. Oh fuck! <laughs> All right. Javaris, he's starting to kind of admit to some embezzlement and some shit, but he's like kind of trying to downplay it. Danny, he jumps in with that MacGyver shit. He uses a fucking uh, butcher knife, hacks away at the fucking gas line underneath the counter. He uh, uses a power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, He takes a power cord, which has been like cut, plugs this bad boy in with some and it's got foil on the end of it and he basically makes like a little switch by the kitchen door leaves Miguel and his uh Miguel Mikhail and his goons come in one goes through that kitchen door he gets blowed up uh, now, when did it hit the whole gas line like when did the whole house explode at that point because it should shoot through the rest of the house I mean once you light the gas on fire. Uh, you, you make an interesting point. I guess it would depend on where the gas comes in because there is going to be there's going to be a relief valve on the way in, probably. Um, I don't know because I think some gas lines like regulators, like if a certain volume of gas is used in a short amount of time, like it would tr- – I'm doing a lot of fucking – over explanation for a movie that I really like. Uh, yeah, and I like if I don't if enough to 
poke holes in live wire. I mean, <laughs> don't don't you dare, <laughs> don't you dare! Not at the eighty mini, uh, eighty minute mark, and you're like, how the fuck? All right, yeah, you, you probably make a good point. The whole fucking house probably would have fucking exploded. But uh, so this goon that gets blowed up, he comes back outside and starts like he accidentally shoots another goon who goes through like plate glass. Danny and uh, Traveris are upstairs. Two goons run up. They're kind of over the stairs on this balcony. Danny shoots uh, both of them. One of them falls over the ledge and lands on that busted vase that Dan was talking about. It's fucking awesome. So sweet. Laying in that fucking table. Mikhail kind of just stares at him. Starts getting fueled even more with fucking rage. Uh, Traveris tries to sneak away real quick when uh, Danny's looking for Vaseline in the bathroom. Says, nah, get the fuck back here. Cuffs him to a a column. Starts to make another trap. He scoops out that Vaseline and he says, uh, he's like, are you planning Planning a party? party. (laughs) What does that mean? I think because of how much Vaseline he had. I don't know. I think it's a homosexual joke. Yeah. Yeah. So doesn't age well. Yeah. He basically, he like rolls out some plastic wrap, has like a, a, a coating of Vaseline, throws some fertilizer and acetone in it, rolls it up and makes this like plastic explosive brick. Uh, ben comes in front door with Terry. Mikhail kind of takes her. Danny pulls the light switch off the bedroom. Uh, the cover off the light switch, rather. Puts one of those little plastique bricks inside of this bad boy. And it is a two-way switch. So there's a switch by the front door and then a switch on the way into the bathroom. Mikhail orders Ben to go upstairs, but he refuses. Mikhail shoots him. Another set of goons. They start to unload on the the bedroom door or through the bedroom door at Danny. He gets hit in the shoulder. He crawls away right as the goons try to come in through that busted up fucking Swiss cheese door. He hits that other switch. Boom. They're gone. Danny cuffs himself to Frank and they head up to the attic and fucking Traveris is like in a panic and pulling Danny along. And Danny's like, fucking slow down, son of a bitch. I've been shot. Now, when they got into the attic, were you guys fucking stoked? Uh, Speaking of stoking, fucking fire poker. Mm -hmm. Did you see one? No, I didn't. Oh man, I I got really excited though. Yeah, there was one up there. (laughs) Probably was. Yeah, rich people have fucking fire pokers in their attic. One of the many patterns we are uncovering. If you keep uh, fertilizer, is knocking this out of the house. If you keep fertilizer in your kitchen, you got a fire poker in the attic. I mean, <laughs> yes. Put it on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So up in this attic, Danny needs a pipe, so he finds a pipe coming out of the attic wall, Just rips hits it that off, crack, and falls asleep. <laughs> I'm tired. Fuck this shit. When he rips the fucking pipe off the wall, a bunch of the plaster and shit fall away. And what do you find? 
shit ton of cash, dude. This dude is literally squirreling cash away in his attic. No. Just <laughs> buy a car wash. He's got 50 mil to... I mean... Gotta put it somewhere, dude. He probably... He just walks around his house and looks for the first hole. And it just happened. Like, maybe he started from the top down. Like, well, nobody will find it up here in the attic next to this random pipe. I mean, that's my Saturday night. Just walking around my house looking for the first hole. Jesus. I bet if you were a senator... <laughs> Who the if anybody's voting for me? I'm I'm gonna be uh, scared of that person. Hey, if George Santos can get elected, Dan, he, I think you can. He got elected, but <laughs> he got kicked out. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do great things. Yeah. So he uses this pipe to make like a shrapnel launcher. He puts one, another one of those plastic bricks at the bottom fucking loads it up home alone with fucking man. nails and shit well it's a it's a zip gun isn't it like that's basically what he's put together I, yeah get him in new york with kersey man i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy like with how many explosions there are in this movie how little the body count is A lot like of what, dudes on like, fire, though, which yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, when the limo explodes, the the motorcycle cop dummy looked so fucking awesome. Like yeah, you can see the arm like this, and <laughs> yeah, they just leave like they just cut into it like one or two frames too soon for you to just like. Yep, that's a uh, and it it blows off. It's the same when they push the clown into the trailer. Like he blows up a little, like it blows up a little too fast before it's there. All right. So he uses his shrapnel launcher on uh, the goon that comes up. At this point, the cops show up. Mikhail comes up the stairs. He's got Terry at gunpoint. His face is in shadow. As Danny steps closer, guess what? Mikhail drank the fucking explosive. Defuse this. Danny grabs Terry. He lowers her out of the attic with like a fucking pail on a pulley. I mean, just, just fucking fuck let it. That. Should have thrown just it in her jump, out, bro. Just cool. jump. Should have thrown that bucket in the Marv's face down below. <laughs> <laughs> so this forces uh, Danny and Frank to have to jump just as Mikhail explodes. Danny just clears the fence. But old poor Frank, he gets impaled on his own fucking fence. And guess what? You don't really care. Real win-win for Danny. So oh, hell yeah. Danny gets taken off by an ambulance. He's alive, but he's beat up. One year later. Why'd you guys call me? She asked for you personally, Dan. He's on the scene of another bomb scare. It's that same lady from the beginning. I thought I told you to go back to your husband. I did. My boyfriend did this. <laughs> She's got a particular type, huh? Mm-hmm. Bombers. <laughs> How do you feel about wires? 
Danny crawls back under the seat. He's about to cut the wire. Wow, you've gets- got a lot of fertilizer in your house. <laughs> What's your Snapchat? <laughs> gets a call you over ha- the radio. Hey, pal. You, you hate the United States Postal Service? Hmm, that's weird. Wow, this is such a nice Winnebago in your backyard. <laughs> you Wait, see yeah. patterns others don't? You're a mathematician and you're moving to a cabin in Montana? Hmm. That sounds intriguing. You're the front man for a rock band that plays in Action USA? (laughs) What's your problem with Oklahoma City? Wasn't there a connection with that? What was that? That was his... Lawnmower Man was his favorite movie. Yeah, but... Wasn't there like a bit Koresh. with Wasn't there a bit with like Koresh and the the band in oh, Action man. USA at yeah. the bar? The Timothy Bays or something. Yeah. It's all running together, man. We're so close. <laughs> all right. I think Action USA is one of our funniest episodes. It really is. Go it's check good, it out. It's a fun fucking movie. Go check it out right now. He gets a call over the radio. Hey, pal, your wife's water broke. You're going to have a baby. Danny cuts the green wire and compliments the lady's underwear. He runs off, and we float away over a fresh day, a new day in our nation's capital, safe from terrorism, thanks to the singular Danny O'Neill. That is good that she learned a lesson from that experience to wear underwear. I mean- Mm -hmm. She is still dating psychos, m- maniacal bombers, but mm-hmm. that that can't be a lot of choices there. <laughs> like three, I would admit it. What that are open bombers? Yeah, I mean that's her thing. So oh, they, these fucking freaks. Get a load of this blonde who doesn't wear underwear. They're fucking unloading all their fucking conspiracy theories and shit. I, I could do it. I could build a bomb. I wrote you a manifesto. Please go on a Yacht. date with me. Yacht, baby. Look at this. I'm connecting this wire to this double A battery. I call this haiku a manifesto. <laughs> Guys, that's the end of Livewire 1992. Dan, you got anything <laughs> trivia on this bad boy? Uh, not much out there, Bones. Um, like I said, we covered the Germany release in September 24th of 1992. It did have a budget of $9 million, but uh, like I said, uh, it, this might, it just probably was a direct-to-video here in the United States. Um, there was also one... Other interesting thing, it said Pierce Bra- Pierce Brosnan waxed his whole body for this role. So <laughs> I thought that was the only funny one I really seen. And then another actor and him worked on The Matador together. So that was about it. Not much for uh, Live Wire from 1992. I wonder if uh, Madonna the Robot did any movies after this. <laughs> I think she pivoted. I think she went into management, actually. You think somebody has that? Somebody's got Madonna somewhere. Actually, Madonna might have got canceled. She did. 
she was openly squeezing asses on the set. You guys ready? It's been a while. Ready for what? For the most explosive game in D- podcasting. DC's favorite game. <laughs> you guys talking about Rate My Letterboxd? Yes, we are. Rate My Box. Gentlemen, at the time of our review for Livewire from 1992, directed by Christian Dunguary. Sure. Dunguary. Respect. Uh, Livewire is sitting at a letterbox review rating of 2.9. I'll take the uh, ropes here. Um, Cron Howard. I'm going to go with a 3.0 for you. Bones, I'm going with a 4.0. And there you go. Uh, Yeah, I'm about the same. Bones 4, Dan 3.0. Let's go threes for the both of yous. Um, co-hosts, Livewire, Blue By, um, Danny, leave your wife, bro. Uh, this is a fucking good time. He's fighting a clown. We got him just yelling at everybody to stay the fuck away from his wife. Uh, we got senators getting blown up. Those effects look great, I thought. Uh, like I said, good to see some guys finally catching on fire. It's been a while here on Five Day Rentals. Um, and yeah, man, uh, I wish we got some more of the water explosive thing going on. Maybe a few more people, but um, yeah, it's a good time, dude. Uh, got a him doing fucking Home Alone type shit at the end. So, yeah, it's just a 3.0 for me. I had a good time. All right, guys. I'll kind of echo what Dan said. This movie is just as fun as could be. Um, Doesn't take itself too seriously. Cooks at 85 minutes. I mean, you don't have a a moment to get bored while you're watching it. Um, So, the structure is awesome. Um, And, yeah, you get... Guys on fire, you get um, just a crazy set of, you know, improvised bombs at the end of the movie. Uh, And best of all, you get a fucking clown exploding in the middle of this thing. Uh, It's hard not to like what you see. Even the kind of like, you know, lower end effects, uh, the people's eyes get all crazy red. Like that looks really good. Um I don't know. There's nothing really that I, when I watched this, that I was like, well, I like it, but there's this thing. Um, like, there's none of that. It's just fun. Um, I do think there have been a few movies like Stone Cold where I look back on it and I'm like, you know what? I rated that movie too low. I'm not making that same mistake here. I'm giving this bad boy 3.5. Ooh. Hey, 
You guys laid it out. We got an exploding clown. We've got no fat on this fucking thing. 85 minutes. It tells a hell of a story. Something that Netflix would take fucking eight episodes to try to get through. We've got trauma. We've got sex. We've got fucking incredible acting from everybody across the board. There's like nobody in this that's bad. You know, even fucking uh, uh, under fives, like deliver what they need to deliver. Madonna. Um, yeah. Madonna, the fucking groping robot, maybe phones it in. But I mean, she's wireless, at least it, it would appear. Um, it's got everything that I want in a fucking five day rentals movie, man. Like this is just right over the plate. It set out to do something, and it fucking did it. And it's honestly a movie where I feel like you could add twenty minutes, like you said, Dan. Like it, it, you want more explosions, you want more action. But what they do give you is fucking high octane pulse pounding thrill ride. Like this thing is, uh, you got to do it. The rating system's there for a fucking reason. Use it. This is a four point five. <laughs> No. All right, guys. Uh, your sheet still work, Ron? It's been a while since you've had to dust it, it off. It works, but I realize I need to add a set of formulas at the bottom of this. <laughs> All right. Dan, you think you could beat uh, Senator Traveris in a game of racquetball? Hands down. It seems I could drink 30 beers and do that. Yeah. You'd think with that hair, he'd be like aerodynamic in a way. It'd give him an advantage, but. Guys, Livewire would have an average score from the three of us of 3.67. This would land at number 17 on the big oh, list. Yes. Yes. This would be right under the Lawnmower Man at number 16. Oof. And right above Batman Forever at number 18. Kind of nice getting the two Brosnans, 16 and 17. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can get Death, Death Train to come. right in the, in the middle of that, hell yeah. <laughs> How have we not covered Death Train already? So, uh, hey, I'm sorry, well, listener. We, we can talk off pod, but, you know, if you will drop a stipulation you've put on this thing. No, no, we got to keep it. We got to keep it. We'll come around. We'll come around. Ample opportunity. Cron, you ready for rate my letterbox scores? I am. All right, Dan, you got a one. Cron, you and I, 1.5. All right, there we go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new new round, right? Yeah. This is a new round. New Should- round. We'll be in a a very long round. Should be going into season two with these, uh, with the scores here. That's right. We'll see. I think a rewind, we're going to wait on some rewinds. I think we've decided. Yeah, we're pushing the rewind out to get through Thunder and Paradise a little bit quicker for you Hulkamaniacs out there. So Mm -hmm. we're going to hang and bang all we can. So you'll have already seen that first, uh, episode of the box set as we've called it or labeled it in your feed um but yeah it's it's a fresh round i feel good 
guys. We're going into a a new year here. We got some some stuff lined up. Got some people lined up. Maybe we're not going to throw anything out. But uh, if you've stuck with us, thank you. If you're if you're new to us, thank you. Welcome. Hit Join up our Discord. Discord, Insta. We got the tweets. Cron asked, "Who's this podcast for?" If you made it this far, it's for you, you, buddy. And we love you. We love you. You guys ready to get out of here? Yeah. All right. I got a wife to go kiss. I got to pee. All right. <laughs> hey, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Welcome back, folks, to the Five Day Rentals podcast. You are uh, you are on with us with the after shower show. So hopefully, uh, you got you got all the human remains washed off of you from all the fucking bodies exploding there in live wire. So I hope that uh, was actual water. Yeah, <laughs> just keep your mouth closed in the shower. Oh man. You guys brush your teeth in the shower? No. Sometimes. Yeah. Never. It feels so good. I mean, you get it all done. Yeah. Like, you just get out and get dressed. Mm-hmm. What, are you pooping in there? <laughs> yeah, you waffle stomp. <laughs> yeah. I take the thing out so it'll just slide right down. You waffle stomp and then you pee on your toes and it kills any of the bacteria. Just use soap. I got my own pee. I mean, you do, you wash up, you brush your teeth, you get out, you fucking helicopter to see if maybe you can get laid, but, you know. But you're not a senator, so she's not yeah. interested. Fine. She's like, I gotta go to work. I guess if I just let the toothpaste run down my neck and my body, I can just use that as soap. It's abrasive. If I helicopter, I get air. Got to replace the ceiling a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess refrain from that crop. Yeah, I'll tunnel if I <laughs> if I get going yeah, too quick. You'll dig a trench through the tile floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Damn. That's a that's a whole another podcast. Shit. Uh the bond is not enough. Is our category. We covered Live Wire from 1992, directed by Mr. Christian Dungary. Um, <laughs> there's Dungu- no, there's no N, there's no R. Doug, Duguary. Dungway. Dungway. Dugway. Is it D U? I think it's Dugway. I like Dungary. Just stick with it. Like Paraguay. But I'm gonna do you do way? I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna have trouble with the last name How? of this program too. Why did we decide that we should speak into microphones? I'm a Midwest white trash idiot. Like, mm-hmm. why do you guys let me on here every week? I was, um 
Speaking of white, I was going to make a reference like I shouldn't use whitening toothpaste if I was going to wash with it because I'm white enough. Like I don't need. I can just use some Toms, you know. It's winter. I mean, we're all. I'm putting fluoride in the water, if you know what I mean. (laughs) The government's already doing that. Um. The bond is not enough. So, uh, we you said live you wire. Think the government's putting fluoride into the water. That's so interesting. <laughs> Isn't that a what fact? Else do you, what else do you think about the government? Um, fucking media, man. Mm. I hope you've got eight hours because <laughs> I'm going to get into it now. My vagina Finally. just got so wet that the gum fell out. <laughs> I blew a bubble. If you're uh, just catching that, that's a joke that we did in this episode. Go back. Yeah, if you if you skip to the end <laughs> for this section, you fucking psycho. <laughs> to see if there's a good movie coming up. <laughs> They've... L- if they're doing that now, they've learned that lesson. Mm-hmm. The fucking vagrant one. <laughs> and by the way, fuck both of you for telling uh, whatever Dan brings us to fuck vagrant or f- it's both my picks, dickwads. <laughs> that was the joke, man. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, anyway, the bond is not enough. We covered Livewire from 1992. Obviously, it's number 17. It's a great fucking movie here on Five Day Rentals. Go check it out. Fun as fuck. It's fucking great. I liked it. Good pick, Bones. Thank you. Thank you for the pick. Thank you for the category. Uh, When you announced the category, my mind went to one place and one place only. But Laundry Dan does his research. Uh, There was one film that I was interested in, but it is not available anywhere to rent You'd have to buy it and blah, 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 blah. So I automatically went back to my first choice. Gentlemen, the bond that I am going to choose. Wait a minute. Did did Bones write this down? Yeah. uh, Let me write it down real quick. Yeah. Let's let's see here first. Good call, Dean. Yeah. I'm interested to see what it is. It's Tombstone, but... Oh, hell yeah. Go ahead. I want to see what your choice is. You, no, you have to announce it, and I'll hold it up. I'm not going to give it away we, so you can pivot. How do? We, how am I going to pivot? I already have a pick. Yeah, but what if you have two picks, and you set this whole thing up to make me look uh, like an idiot? How do I know you're not going to scratch it out after I say it and write it? Because you'd see a scratch out over the name. <laughs> right? <point. laughs> Idiot. (laughs) Uh, Gentlemen, the bond that I am choosing is Sean Connery. And the movie was always going to be Highlander. That had to be. So, duh. Anybody could have called that. I don't know why we're celebrating. Uh, Because uh, I'm fucking excited to talk about Highlander and I don't have to do notes. Highlander was a film that Bones logged and unlogged quickly on Letterboxd. <laughs> I seen that I knew. And then he made a comment like, I logged one the other day. I had to take it off. I was like, yeah, I totally seen it. 
But anyway, yeah, we're doing Highlander from 1986, directed by Russell Mulcahy. 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 There's no M in that last name. Dungary. Dungary. Um, just of course, Dan. Just do first name, last initial from now on. Christopher Lambert. Lambert. Sean Connery. No, it's Lambert. Is it really Lambert? Yeah, I think it's Christopher Lambert. It's L A M B E R T. Yeah. Lambert. <laughs> I'm a fucking American. This is Bert. But yeah, gentlemen, we are doing um, Highlander from 1986. Oh, yeah. So I hope you're satisfied. Um, <laughs> when I made this pick, it's taken so long that it's currently not streaming on HBO Max anymore. So cool. Guess you gotta, Thanks. Guess you gotta run it. <laughs> we had other. Uh, business to take care of so Mm -hmm. yeah it got taken off i think for january but fuck cron you seen highlander you know i have seen highlander one i don't know if i've seen any of the others past that um and it's been a really long time probably have not seen this since like high school so maybe in next week's uh after showers i'll give you a Quick rundown of what happens in Highlander 2. How many are there? Are there just two? Uh, There's four. It's a weird. (laughs) I think they made two, and then they did a show. Yep. And then it kind of veers off, and then I think they came back, and there were like two or three more. So it's a a weird franchise. Oh, did they call the most recent Fivelander? (laughs) Because if they didn't, (laughs) they fucked up so bad. My thing is what happened in one and what happened in two. That's the, like, I know I just haven't separated that yet. So, because it's been, because it used to play all the fucking time. It it is one of the more wild retcons. So, thank you, Dan. I'm so fucking stoked. We're going to have a blast. This thing, you know, it's like two and a half hours, right? Well, I got the director's cut, so. Oh, shit. Yeah. It is a beast, man. I mean, that's what we're here for. We should also have a special guest coming in for this episode, um, but we'll just say that. If we don't, they... Stuff happened. They listened to the pod and (laughs) realized what they were doing. Scheduling conflicts happen all the time, folks. Mm -hmm. And we record in a weird day. So, As of right now, I I take no news as good news. I'll reach out later this next week and we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it, folks. Uh, Check out Livewire. Join the Discord. Uh... Instagram, Twitter, buy, rate and review. buy Highlander because you're going to wa- want to watch it a few times. It's true. And it was only like 12 bucks. So can't give these things away. <laughs> yeah. Join us next week for Highlander. Um, 
Crash and burn. Crash and burn. I ache for you. (laughs) 